Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic Conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined as always by my good friend, my pal from Rockville Center at Long Island. That's Frank Alasia. Frank, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is good. Uh, you've selected a good topic this week, um, sacrifice. Frank, how should we start talking about this, uh, this idea of sacrifice? Well, I thought sacrifice was a good topic because it's, it's really so important and it's, it's really not a popular term today. Um, you know, we, we live in the now generation. You know, I want it now. And those concepts of, of, of savoring, saving and sacrifice um, are just, you know, not terms we hear very much. I mean, think about it. When we were growing up, Deacon, you'd hear in Catholic and our Catholic schools all the time, you know, the, the nuns would tell us to offer it up. Kids would have no idea what you're talking about when you, when you say that, right? Yeah. You know, I, my mother used to say, if I got hurt, something, if I scraped my leg, something small, she'd say, offer it up. I wasn't quite sure what she meant, but I think back to that time also. And I remember people saying things like the world war two guys, our fathers and our uncles, they would say stuff like, Hey, I, uh, I sacrificed for my family. I gave up my time. I gave up my sleep. My, I gave up my health. You know, I did a lot for you kids, that type of thing. Now, what's the reward for that, right? I mean, is it worth it? Why sacrifice, Frank? Right. I mean, to become a, a true disciple of Christ, we have to bear fruit. How fruitful has our life been? You know, unless we die to ourselves, you know, how can you bear fruit? You know, what it means basically is you have to control your passions and your wants and offer these sacrifices to Christ. I mean, it, it's good to go to church on Sunday or every day for that matter and say the rosary and do all those things. But, but a true disciple says, I will follow and he actually does it. I will serve and I will actually do it. I will follow the way of the cross and actually accept the crosses that Christ sends my way. You know, anybody can be great and nice when things are going uh, their way, but the, the really um, you know, the, the, the true disciples suffer heroically, you know, they, 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 uh, by the way, they're the people who you want to go to when you need advice, go through, go to somebody who's, who suffered or had a hard time and they'll, and they'll tell you, you know, it's like uh, most saints have, it's funny. Yeah. You just, you alluded uh, to the, to the gospel that we, that we opened with and in, in nature, as we know, you know, life giving death happens as a matter of course, the seed, the acorn, the grain of wheat dies, and then it gives life to something else. And I remember the church used to, uh, as an old instruction before, in part of pre-Cana, was talk about sacrifice in marriage. And the instruction would say, you know, we know sacrifice is difficult and irksome, but if you love each other, it will make it easier to give up for each other, and your marriage will be stronger. So there was an emphasis back then on, you know, making sure that you approach each other with the idea that I'm willing to give something up to make this relationship better. And it does endear us to the other person, you know, without I mean, question, yeah. without question, you know, denying yourself doesn't mean, you know, it, it's, it doesn't mean you have to sleep on a bed of nails, right? Like, you know, we, we, we always, people look back to the saints and the penances that they put themselves through. Those saints were given extraordinary graces and their sufferings were great. Their lives were not easy. 
But those penances that they did weren't meant for our, uh, they were meant really for our admiration, not our imitation. Look, if we give up a give up a dessert, not having an extra drink on Friday night to forgive somebody when it's hard. Jesus loves when we offer reparation. And it's not that Jesus needs it. It's we need it. You know, when I was a kid, I would my grandfather was a bricklayer. And when he retired, he, he built stoops in the neighborhood for people. And I would I was 10 years old and I carry over the bricks to him. Did he need my help? No. But but the fact that I was was doing something like that, you know, really, really meant something to him. And it's that that same relationship that we have to have with Jesus when we we offer things up and we participate in that in that suffering. Yeah. By the way, you, you mentioned a lot of people don't know what a stoop is, Frank, is, but you're from Long Island. So you know, those are the those are the concrete stairs that lead up to the front door. OK, but that, they have them in Rockville yeah. Center, too. But, you know, you, you're right about that. You know, at some point we have to choose, right, to make the sacrifice for somebody else. And I think many a mother and father, even priests and deacons have discovered that that the day in, day out, you know, choice that you make to give up your own interest. I'm not going to play golf on Saturday for some whatever it is, or my, right. things I love. Uh, you become that person that you're doing this for becomes dearer because we've given so much of ourselves for that person. And then, then the sacrifice becomes a cause of love as well as the effect of it, too. And if you, you, God generally asks what we don't want to give. Yeah. That's why holiness is hard. You know, the, the devil, when he offers you something, there's never a price tag on it. He'll never tell you the price that you're going to have to pay for that. You know, he'll never tell you to deny yourself. It's always about fun. But there are consequences to that sin. Let's face it, no one ever intends to become an alcoholic or a drug addict. They just want to feel good at the time. But what's the price? St. Philip Neri says, we're often, you know, carpenters of our own crosses by the sins we commit. That's why sins and impurity will bring, you know, the cross of emotional distress, moodiness, physical diseases. The sins of substance abuse will bring the cross of addiction. You know, the sin of abortion will bring the cross of de depression, despair. You know, what is the cure for these things? The cure is to come back to Christ, get the confession, you know, be clean and start again. Well, St. Paul says in Romans, you know, he, he was mentions that, you know, it was no, it's the sacrifice of God's son uh, that uh, leads us to uh, eternal life with God. It right. wasn't any ordinary man, but the sinless son of God who gave himself up to sacrifice to the degree that we love. So, and he said, Jesus himself, uh, no, no greater love than this as a man have, a man who lays his life down for someone else. And now all this sacrificing stuff we're talking about, you, does that mean Deacon that you have to live in constant mourning and dejection, you know, go around with a long face? Yeah, no, no. The scripture. What does the scripture say? It says, "Rejoice always." Right. Uh, in the Lord, it, it's true that we are uh, always to rejoice, but to rejoice in the Lord, not in the world. We are called to have joy in the world while we pass through this life. Right. And we have to trust God that this is what He wants from us. Yeah, the happiness of the world is like it's transitory. You know, it's an illusion. Where the happiness promised by our Lord and the Beatitudes is real. And eternal. Well, you know, in the we talk about the Old Testament uh, uh, giving sacrifice, um, but you know, in Psalm fifty-one, it says, "Lord, you will open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise." My sacrifice, O God, is a contrite spirit, a contrite, humbled heart, O God. 
you will not scorn. He says, rend your hearts to me, not your burnt offerings, constantly in the Old Testament. Yeah, I mean, I'll wrap it up by saying Jesus at the end is going to say, he's not going to say, let me see your bank account. You know, he knows how much money's in there. At judgment, he's going to say, where are your scars? Where are your wounds? What did you do for the least of these? And that's, I think that's kind of, that's kind of it. That's the whole ball of wax. Today, we want Christ without the cross. It doesn't work that way. You know, there are going to be hard times, but like the deacon said, you know, we have to rejoice in Jesus Christ. Give it up, man. Give it up for the Lord. I like it, Frank. Okay, folks, don't forget to follow us on your podcast platform and uh, like us. And send us an email, anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, love talking to you, man. I'll talk to you next time. God bless. Thanks, Deacon.